0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance.
1: Welcome to the Insomnia Project. This is a pre-season episode. I'm Marco Timpano,
0: And I'm Nidhi Khanna.
1: And as always here on the Insomnia Project, we're trying to have a conversation that's a bit mundane so that you can just feel free to drift off and fall asleep.
0: Marco, we're we're doing this little mini, mini episode, pre-season episode to uh, get everyone... Cause, because we've had like, quite a few people ask us sort of yes. what's going on, when are you guys back? And uh, we will be announcing at the end of this episode the date that we're going to be back on for season three. So we're really excited as we're prepping for that. But-
1: we've been working on it. So we're recording episodes. We have episodes. Don't think we're just kicking up our heels we have a season three that's going to be great.
0: I mean, there's a little bit of kicking up our heels, but. Well, yes.
1: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but, you know, it it involves so much recording and editing and putting together our podcast for our faithful listeners who we adore and we love hearing from. Thank you so much. Uh, that we we've heard some from people saying, when is uh, season three coming? So we're like, all right, we're going to do a preseason episodes. We'll explain it. We'll let you know what's going on, how you can listen, and what we're gonna be doing from now until then. But before we do that, let's just have a show, Nitty.
0: Let's do it. All right. Let's get into it. Marco, you've been uh you've been away and I've been away. Speaking
1: of kicking up I heels. I know, kicking
0: up heels. That's why I was like, well, <laughs> actually this episode is about how we've been kicking up our heels. Uh for much deserved uh vacations, actually. Uh, you went to Hawaii.
1: And you went back to Bonaire. I
0: did. I did. So the scuba life is, I've got the scuba bug.
1: We both were on islands, right? Bonaire is an island? Yep. And absolutely. we both, did you drive the island?
0: we uh, I did, yeah. So
1: we both drove islands at the same time pretty so much, bizarre. right? So
0: Look at that. So
1: great. So mm-hmm. I flew to the big island or the island of Hawaii or Hawaii as it's actually properly pronounced. And it was Tremendous, Nitty. Really? It was tremendous. If you haven't been to Hawaii, it is a magical, wonderful, glorious, fantastic place.
0: I haven't been to Hawaii, but uh, it's definitely on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. Was there a favorite moment or something in particular that you uh, went there to see or do, or was it just a journey of discovery all around
1: a little bit of everything to be honest with you i had no expectations i just knew we were going to rent a car and we were going to drive and we would see beaches and we'd see volcano which is a town volcano it, yeah, is it's a town? it's called volcano it's a oh. town in hawaii where clearly the one of the volcanoes is at right huh. so we had sort of a loose agenda we were going to spend 2 days in kona which is one of the cities that you can fly into. Sure. And then we were going to drive to Hilo, which is another city that has an airport and is the second largest city in Hawaii after Honolulu. And then from, we were going to spend two days in Hilo. From Hilo, we were going to drive to Volcano, spend two days in Volcano, and then one day in Ocean View, which is the name of the town, before we headed back up to Kona to fly out of the airport. Huh. What was your trip like? Like, what was what was the sort of... Travel route of your of your well, trip.
0: Bonaire is a pretty small uh, island, and uh, we went we we traveled actually through Atlanta to get there. Oh, I see. Um, so
1: Toronto to Atlanta,
0: Atlanta to Bonaire, uh, and it's a pretty small island. So we rented a truck, and uh, because you're diving, you always want to have a pickup truck uh, so that you can put the tanks in the back, etc. So we grabbed that and actually it was funny, Marco, because I don't know if you experienced this, but when we arrived, it was uh, – you know, the, the people from the car rental place picked us up from the airport. We went to do the paperwork on the car rental. Sure. I went to do the paperwork on sort of the scuba gear and, and the tanks and all of that and everyone – Uh, where we were signing paperwork whoever we were signing paperwork with always wanted to engage in a conversation around like is this your first time in Bonaire do you know here's the map do you know where to go etc and they're trying to orient us to the island and when we arrived it was a real um, adjustment because we started with like yeah thank you okay yeah we know we've been here yep and finally we had to just Take a step back and apologize to folks because we're like, we're not on island time yet. And when you come from a big city into a completely chilled out um, space or an island like that, uh, you really start to understand how – how strong your energy can sure. be in a city in, in an urban environment. And then you go there and it's like everyone's on a different timeline. And it and it almost makes you wonder, like, why am I so – what what am I actually so impatient about? Like, there's nowhere for me to go other than this beautiful island. <laughs> like, there's really nowhere – there's nowhere I have to be. <laughs> so what is the impatience? So- on the
1: island I was on, they call it the spirit of aloha,
0: ah. where
1: you're just kind of like – just. Appreciate what the other person brings, right. even if it's different than yours, mm. and just appreciate them for who they are. And there's no race. There's no – just take your time. Enjoy the moment is how I sort of defined aloha, what I noticed. Yeah. And everybody – and it, you'd see signs that said drive with aloha. So, in other words, like drive carefully. Let the – you know, drive drive with um, – Uh, like, like uh, an ability to let the other person in, you know, be patient, be kind, and all those things. And we would see these signs that said, drive with Aloha. And you know, when you're driving in a big, hustly, bustly city, like Toronto, New York, Montreal, you know, Nashville, wherever you're from, and you're behind someone, and they have a green turn light, and no one is turning, but no one is honking, you're kind of like, all right, well, I guess we'll wait for the next turn light, since people aren't really taking advantage of it but it's for them to do so and they're just driving with aloha so after a while we're like it doesn't take long to drive anywhere really so what's the rush
0: i love that that mm. sounds like i wish i wish we can uh, embody that a little bit more yeah. sort of in our everyday lives and...
1: i'm trying to i just want, i want to send a special shout out to the people of hilo which I had such a great time there, Nitty. Really? What did you? What?
0: What would? It, what's special about Hilo?
1: Okay, so we stayed at the most beautiful Airbnb in Hilo, and our um, our host Cody had the most special, wonderful place in Cody's Airbnb. When you when we we got there late at night, and we were walking our bags to our room, and I could hear rustling water so i I said Nidhi, i'm like uh what is there a stream or he goes yeah there's a there's a water water feature there's like a river near near the house i'm like oh that's great but i couldn't see because it was so dark and in hawaii it's even darker there's not so much light pollution as there is here right so we're like okay there's a stream or a creek i open the door the next morning and there's a waterfall right in front of us
0: (laughs) amazing
1: and I'm like, this is so wonderful. And the vibe in Hilo was very, like, laid back and chill. And it's a cool, it's a cool city with cool people, great food. And I just really love that side of the island. I love the whole island of Hawaii. Yep. Um, mahalo to everyone there. But for me, Hilo was a really special spot.
0: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's beautiful.
1: How about you? What, what, was, your, what was your favorite part of Bonaire?
0: Ooh, I mean, I love Bonaire because it's a really easy place to navigate. Sure. Um, it, really, there's one road okay. that kind of drives you around the island. So, uh, or one main kind of road that you can uh, get to all the dive sites from, etc. This time we actually went into the National Park and uh, uh, did a dive in one of the uh, areas within the National Park. Sure. Um, and that was really beautiful and and spectacular. And Did
1: you see anything different that you hadn't seen before on your dive?
0: I saw a ray, which was really cool. Oh, cool. Um, and I saw. It was funny. This wasn't actually at the dive on the dive, but uh, the original spot that we were going to go to to to, to dive in the national park. Once we got there, it was a little rough, and we're like, oh. I don't know if we could do that. But there was this lone sea turtle oh. who was swimming uh, on the surface of the water and just came up and uh, was just kind of doing his thing. I think he was an older guy, just sort of love you it. know enjoying the solitude of it because it's pretty uh, untouched in, in many ways. We um, saw
1: sea turtles, oh, they're uh, the and they're so graceful. I love them. And swimming with sea turtles is just a joy of life. And seeing them and how they they seem to have no care in the world. No, they're great. And, you know, it remind me of uh, Finding Nemo. I was it's, just about to...
0: to say, every time I see uh, uh, animals or fish or, mm-hmm. or anything that's from that movie, I assign the voice. So for sea turtles, they always have like an australian hippie voice surfer dude type, <laughs> surfer dude of, yeah. dude type yeah. of thing um which but they, i love
1: they disney really captured embodied yeah. the spirit of these animals I in know. their film that it's like yeah that's kind of how they are yeah no care in the world no, and just, kinda, just like whatever yeah and it gives me pause to appreciate not asking for straws when I go to places because when you see those creatures, you're like, I don't need a straw to drink my beverage if it's going to harm these beautiful creatures. 100%. It
0: makes you a lot more uh, aware of of the impact that we have. Um, The ray that I saw was uh, pretty cool too because uh, they have um, kind of like a fish buddy that... That's swims right. on top of them, a cleaner fish. Yeah, right. exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> the first time that I just saw that pairing, <laughs> it was like, okay, uh, you two are very interesting. And then I found, um, I saw peacock flounder, which oh. are really interesting because they are very camouflaged. They take on, they kind of blend into whatever their environment, surrounding environment was. Sure, and this one was on this, uh, almost like this. Cra- so, so where they have the anchor underneath the water for mm-hmm. if a boat needs to dock or something or, or um, that kind of cement mound
1: that's yes. in the sand it's almost he like was, a like a like a pitcher's mound yeah. that has like a, a metal Islet, could you say? Like I guess a, so. Something like that. Something like right? yeah. that. Okay.
0: Anyways. He, um, this, We're just great at describing yeah, I know. We're like, you, you know, you, this thing that has a thing that boats into You and I,
1: like, it's like, <laughs> we should have a show called Nitty and Marco Describe Stuff. <laughs>
0: Describe Stuff. But
1: anyway, sorry. So.
0: Um, yeah, no, I was just going to say that the the flounder actually had taken on this uh, kind of uh, the composition or the coloring of, of that mound. Wow. And so it was really, it was difficult. To, like, if you weren't looking for it, you, you would easily bypass that. But what was really remarkable to me this time, Marco, was that, you know, spending time to actually look and look in a piece of coral and just wait. Sure. And I saw so many more eels and oh, wow, um, lionfish and Gotta just... Got to be
1: a, careful with lionfish. Lionfish,
0: you have to be careful. But there's not as many as there were at one point. But, right. Uh, yeah, just some really cool stuff just by watching the small things mm-hmm. happen around you rather than waiting for like the big fish or mammals right. or... Yeah, it was it was really cool.
1: Yeah, because it's as interesting to see the sort of the tiny versus the big. You know, both are impressive in their own sort of ways. And same with us when we were... I snorkeled, I didn't scuba in Hawaii. And some of the tangs we saw or some of the um, – uh, there was wolf fish and things we saw, which oh, cool. were so great. And it's like, oh, this is really so awesome. And they might not be the most colorful fish, some of the ones we saw, but they were so interesting to just watch.
0: Yeah, you start to see little personalities in the fish come out, right? Like some are playful, some are shy, some Some are bold. Some are aggressive, yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. Now, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned the car rental place where you went to off the top of the show. Mm -hmm. And we went to rent our car, too. And, you know, it's always so fascinating when you go to a place that you don't frequent often, but you do when you're in vacation mode or when you're in i'm in another place kind of uh thought pattern so we go there and we had sort of pre-booked our um car and we went for a um compact simple car sure easy to get around nothing nothing ordinary extraordinary about it i should say sure we get there and the person who works there is like you can upgrade for next to nothing for a, to a Mustang if you'd like.
0: Oh, beautiful! And
1: we're like, well, no, we don't want a Mustang. And they're like, and and they looked at us like we were crazy. And we're like, the last thing I want to be doing is driving a flashy car. Really? Yeah, I was like, uh, that's not for me. And then she's like, how about a Jeep? And we're like, no, we just want the compact, the car. compact car. We <laughs> want to blend in? We don't. And sure enough, she she kind of looked at us with a puzzled look. And we're like, we just want our compact, lovely little car. car. And then all we saw on the roads were Jeeps and Mustangs. And they were all the same colors that that uh, rental car company had. So it was like, oh, we would be like all these cars that we see, these gray Mustangs or these white Jeeps. And we had a little black Nissan and we were so happy with it. (laughs)
0: Well, as long as you were happy. Oh, we were right? very
1: happy, and it was great on gas. Perfect. And we're like, you know what? If we would have got the jeep, we probably would have done some off-roading right. in the areas where we don't know that could have the like to get to the green sand beach nitty. Yeah, it's treacherous, rocky, grassy, moor right. type places. Right, you can't have a right?
0: compact. Yeah, you
1: can't. And they have like beater trucks that will take you there for twenty bucks a person. Oh and wow. And we're like, no, 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 we're gonna walk. Yeah. Then you walk it, and it's a beautiful, gorgeous, long, long <laughs> walk to really? the Beach. Really? How long
0: did it take you? Hour
1: and a half. Wow. And we did it kind of silly. We did it at 4 p.m., which oh, means no. we got there on 5, which means the sun is going to set. So then we walked back up the cliffs after we had some time on the Green Beach, and there was a, one of the trucks, and we're like, Listen, we did half the walk. Can we do it for half the price? And, and the person, she was lovely, was like, Yeah, twenty bucks for both of you. And I'm like, this is so great. I kinda love the spirit that you have that you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna try to gouge you. You're gonna only pay twenty bucks. And we took the and we took the truck ride home and it was treacherous and exhilarating (laughs) and she had to stop twice to reattach her her,
0: her, <laughs> batteries, no,
1: her battery to oh, start the car. No. So Amanda from the passenger side had to start, start the, car the car while she was jumping in. Oh, wow. Stopped. So it was quite an adventure, but she did it slowly, and we really got such a great perspective on it.
0: Amazing. That's to
1: say I'm glad we didn't have the Jeep because I probably would have attempted it on to the do, Jeep. Right.
0: Yeah. No. Do, what do you think about um, – so I love going to islands like this or, or just um, – Places near water that are warmer. I feel like the stars are so much closer. Yeah. Uh, You know, I think obviously the light pollution component of Mm -hmm. it. But I just find it so uh, um, wonderful to just look up in the night sky and just see the stars. Because you don't see the stars here.
1: It's incredible. It's incredible. And, you know, people who are listening who are like, well, we live in an area where there's not a lot of homes and light pollution. And we see those stars All the time. Lucky you. And I really appreciate that view because for us who don't have that, when you see it, you're like, oh, how beautiful is the sky and the stars at night? Do you know any of the constellations or any of the?
0: I know the Big Dipper. Okay. uh, And the Little Dipper. Mm -hmm. And I find it interesting. And I may be wrong on this. So don't quote me on any sort of astronomy. But I have a feeling it's place, like where it is in the sky is different where we are here in toronto for versus sure. um so so it's it's not as easy for me to find it yep. when i'm down in the caribbean uh and then i think orion
1: orion's belt yeah yes i can spot that i one. can spot that. that's one. all i can spot
0: really that in yeah. the big
1: dipper and amanda can spot a million everything she kind of i need like- to
0: get that stargazing app
1: Oh, there's an app for Oh, it? yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you wow. just, like, point it to the sky, and it shows you where each of those constellations is. And uh, it'll also tell you at what time you can see what constellation where. Wow. Uh, so.
1: What about shooting stars?
0: I've never really seen a shooting stars. have never star. seen shooting stars? No. Oh. How about you?
1: I didn't when I was in Hawaii, but I've seen them before. Really? It's pretty It's pretty spectacular. Huh. It's a, a brief glimpse, almost a blink of okay. the eye, but you see this thing that kind of rockets past. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. I saw the Northern Lights once.
1: So glorious.
0: I know. Once when I was a kid, okay. it was like in Montreal and, and the sky was green. It's like, well, what's happening? Yeah. It's the Northern Lights. I, I think it was the only time it ever came so... It, 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 I yeah. mean, yeah, I wonder even if I was just dreaming it. No, I've seen <laughs> This have seen it. incorrect.
1: <laughs> on cold, really, really, what's weird is I remember really cold still nights mm-hmm. when I lived with my folks when mm. I was a teenager. Um, I would look out my window and it, it would be a hue of green.
0: Oh, interesting. Like
1: dancing green. I don't know how to describe it other than that. But it was faint And it wasn't until much later when we were up north in cottage country where I really saw the The northern northern lights that I realized, oh, what I was seeing was a faint version of this, which is a faint version of what you see the further north North you you go. go. Well,
0: it's funny. I don't know if you know this, Marco, and I actually need to look up the name. But apparently in the Caribbean, there's – or I guess any place where the sun sets over the ocean Mm – there is a moment where you get this blast of green sometimes. Oh. And it's called, uh, i got to find out. Okay. But what were the sunsets like for you?
1: In Hawaii, they were spectacular. They were really, really spectacular. And what's interesting, it is, is I had an impression of what Hawaii was going to be like. Mm. And it wasn't quite that. I mean more was about so that. so much more. You know, you have this sort of... I don't know how to describe it, but this ignorant sort of image of what has been bombarded to you with regards to places like Hawaii, where you've seen it in film and television and in comics, and you have this expectation. And I was expecting Hawaii to be very tropical, which it was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the diversity in everything that I saw. So there's a lot of microclimates in on the island of Hawaii, and I saw quite a few of them the nature there i was expecting to see just one type of nature so i was expecting to see a lot of animals of the sea but i saw a lot of animals like we saw mongoose Hmm. we saw this goose this actual hawaii's goose called the nene and we saw it and we saw these animals that i wasn't expecting to see and it was wonderful and i did not encounter one mosquito, and I was so happy.
0: You know what? I did not get as bitten as I did when I went in August. I think the wind was so... um, There was a lot of wind. Right. uh, But that was the most cool... There was one night where I got bitten all over my feet, and I was like, I hate this. But um, just the green... It's called the green flash phenomenon, which occurs mostly at sunset, but sometimes can happen at sunrise as well. And it's this phenomenon, this, like, optical phenomenon in which part of the sun appears to suddenly change color for about one or two seconds as it's going down. Okay. Um, And it's like this burst of of, uh, green light, essentially. Um, And so, yeah, apparently... uh, I haven't seen it yet, but everyone that I spoke to on Bonaire is like, well, have you seen The Green Flash yet? So wow. i got to look out for that next time.
1: There's one thing I want to talk about on a future episode, Nidhi. I'm going to mention it now okay. so that we don't forget. But I love seeing old movie houses in different places.
0: Oh, and interesting. W- and
1: I'm always a little bit heartbroken when an old movie house uh, goes under and is you know, no longer functioning. But there was one in Hilo called The Palace. That we walked into, and you could tell that in 1920, whenever it opened, it was just the, the place. place. And they're really working hard to bring it back, and Amazing. they're showing movies there. And we walked in, and it was just like, "Ah, oh, this is so great!" And I love those places. Yeah. And I'd like to do a show where we just talk about those places. And love we it. Ha- we may have already, but um, I, don't I just know, love actually.
0: that. I don't know if we have. I feel
1: like we talked about the Eglinton Grand, which is one of my favorite places. But I think those... we did
0: that in the context of your wedding. maybe? Okay.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. So, so we'll talk about that on a future episode, (laughs) but I loved my island that I was on. How about you, Nitty?
0: I I did too. I mean, I would go back any, any day of the week. It's a beautiful island. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I, yeah, I just sometimes want to be under the sea.
1: Sure. (laughs) One interesting thing is, and I've mentioned this before on our podcast, I'm allergic to something that's really benign and obscure and I never have problems with it here in Canada. Which is lily koi, which is better known as passion fruit.
0: Oh, right.
1: But in Hawaii, lily koi is
0: like everywhere. is
1: You find it just about everywhere. And so it was funny. So people would say, Do you have any allergies? And here I would never, like, you know, no, go, what are you... if you and I go to eat and they say, Any allergies? I wouldn't mention that I'm allergic to passion fruit because it's never, never going to be. Yeah. But there I was always saying, oh, I'm, I'm allergic to lily koi. I'm allergic to passion fruit. And they'd be like, Oh man, that must be really tough on you And I was always like, I was kind of laughing I'm like, I guess if I lived here it would be But usually I don't So it was this really funny sort of thing that yeah. To mention in a yeah. place where yeah. So that was one of the funny things that happened While we were while we were away
0: I was thinking of you in Bonaire, uh, Marco Because they do a lot of salt production there Oh. natural salt production And so uh, they have all these different types of salts That mm-hmm. you can buy at any given moment And so I was like, oh yeah we got to do a whole episode on Assault. just salt.
1: Can we also do... This is the episode, the pre-season <laughs> episode where we're talking about the, things we're going to do in season three. We need to have an avocado episode. Ooh. Because, maybe, Yes. I, first of all, I love avocado, and I'm going to... So
0: gonna, do I. Can we have avocado while we're recording 100%. that episode? We, we're,
1: it's going to be the green avocado episode. Perfect. But we're used to having one type of avocado here. Yes. Which is the Haas yes. avocado. When you see the other varieties of avocado that are available, it's incredible. We had one the size of my head, and it it's was huge. like, it was fantastic. And we just had it for breakfast with a bit of toast. It was oh, wonderful. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah, avocados love them. They're so expensive here, but elsewhere, they're just wonderful.
0: So, Marco, exciting news about our upcoming episode, yep. uh, our upcoming seasons. Um, I think before we announce the date, we are going to be uh, rebroadcasting some of our favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, so from now until the date of season three, we're going to rebroadcast some of our favorite episodes from season one. Because we've had a lot of people reach out, and we want to thank our listeners, and we want to just provide some content for you.
0: And... Uh, should we just do a drum roll with the, with the date?
1: Uh, yeah, but before we do that, I also want to mention what I'm also going to make available, what we're going to make oh, available, yes. is for anyone who really is like, I can't wait till season three airs. If you want to hear some of those episodes before they air, please go to our Patreon page and I will make that available for our patrons. And that way we can, can sort of get that momentum going as well. So, Didi, I'm just going to throw to you, let our listeners know, when is Season 3 going to okay, start? it's going to be... Oh, I love it. May 1st. The 1st of May is when we're going to launch Season 3. And we're just, like I said, we're just kind of getting things together, re just reorganizing it with our new studio, our new mics. It, it's going to be the same same show, but just a sort of a better version of it.
0: H- higher production value,
1: yeah. I hope so. You let <laughs> us know. You, let, yeah, us you know. let
0: us know how these mics, new mics, are working
1: out. And if you really are a fan of the show, please rate and review us on what, whatever application you listen on. And if you want to help the show out and you're not married to any particular platform, listen to us on Radio Public because oh, yes. the more people who listen on Radio Public, we receive um, some, some money back towards the show. So if you listen on the app Radio Public, it helps our show out.
0: And what's what's our Patreon page again? Patreon. It's the Insomnia Project.
1: That's right. Patreon.com, The Insomnia, Insomnia Project. Project. And, uh, you know, if you subscribe, we reach out to you. We have conversations. We see the episodes that you want to hear us talk about. And we've done that for some patrons before. So we look forward to hearing from everyone. And this was our preseason show.
0: Well, we, we we missed each other, so it was a, a great opportunity to also record again.
1: Yeah, and we're like, we just got back from two trips. Let's get together. Let's record. Let's not talk about it over coffee, but rather let's talk about it in front of microphones with all of you.
0: So thank you again for being such amazing supporters of the show. Uh, it really does bring us such great joy and motivation when we hear from you. So. Uh, just want to on behalf of marco and myself just thank everyone for uh the the uh, loyalty and and the constant uh support so thank you we look forward to um dropping in your earbuds may 1st and until then we hope that you listen and
1: sleep mahalo